When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Julia Child presents the Chicken Sisters. Miss Broiler, Miss Fryer, Miss Roaster, Miss Caponette, Miss Stewart, and old Madam Hen. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk Radio 71 and live streaming on our My Talk app. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become an adult film movie poster designer, ladies and gentlemen, Alexis Thompson. Oh, I thought you were going to say Julia Child. Nope, nope. Oh, okay. Uh, can... Porn movie poster. A porn poster. All right. Yeah, porn <laughs> poster. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Friday. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, John. Good morning. Get to work, Lex. Get out. Sure. That's right. Is it a pencil drawing? Or well, is it... she can no. do it on her iPad. She can oh. design those posters on her iPad. Oh, yeah. Good morning to all of you on this Friday, April 29th, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to Child Care Professionals Day. Welcome to International Dance Day. Welcome to National Arbor Day. Welcome to National Hairball Awareness Day. Welcome to Historic Marker Day. Welcome to National Peace Rose Day. Welcome to Shrimp Scampi Day. I love that. Welcome to Poem in Your Pocket Day. Is that a poem in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? Uh, Welcome to Viral Video Day. Welcome to We Jump the World Day. Welcome to World Wish Day. Welcome to World Zipper Day. And welcome to your very first sip of Frye Coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Would Julia Child approve of your coffee this morning, Alexis? Oh, How is it? She would. It's French roast. Mm. Yes. Oh, perfect. Uh-huh. The French chef. From the French chef. I watched some more of it last night. Gosh, I love that show. I know. I know. Yeah, and I am happy to see you. I do have a poem in my pocket because it's Friday. Friday. Yeah. Polka dot, how's your tea? Uh, my tea is great. Um, I feel uh, more energized today than I did yesterday. I just must have slept wrong yesterday, so it's a good day. Cheers. It's a good day. Cheers. Oh, yes. uh, my, my coffee is robust, but smooth. It's rough, yet rounded, mm. and ready for the day. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. 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 That, uh, that moment I played at the top of the show. Is a delightful real moment from the real Julia Child. She began her show that way one day. And I just want to give you the visual and then I'll play it again because then you'll really find it delightful. Julia opens her show. It fades up from black. And Julia standing there at her counter, she often did. 
and she has uh, six chickens that look like they're sitting up on the counter. They're little roasters, and they're not cooked yet, but they're just the bodies, and they're sitting up in a row, and she's pointing out the various roasters, the various chickens that she will be preparing that day, and that's how she opened up her show. Cute. Here, here it is. Julia Child presents the Chicken Sisters. Miss Broiler, Miss Fryer, Miss Roaster, Miss Caponette, Miss Stewart, and old Madam Hen. But we're spotlighting Miss Roaster of the Year, measuring in at 14, 15, 14. We're roasting Miss Chicken. <laughs> yes. I thought at first it was uh, actually oh, a parody. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the not... first like couple lines, I'm like, that's somebody impersonating Julie Child. And then I'm like, nope. wait a minute, that is Julie Child. <laughs> that's the real, mm-hmm. that's the real uh, Julia Child there. Oh, gosh. Yeah. In the episode, I'm not completely caught up. It's the the second to last one that's available right now. Okay. And they're, she's going through a, an episode making chicken and... The producer, who he just had a baby, his you know wife, they have their new parents, <laughs> yes. and so he's really tired, and she and she's like, oh, this is boring, this is boring, and they're going through the footage. She goes, I should have done a puppet with that chicken, <laughs> and like yes. put her hand in it and like put yes. it up, like oh. <laughs> That is that's the sweetbread episode, the bread. right? Yes, it is. Sweetbreads. Sweetbreads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're working that. They have to soak it for a while and then separate oh, it. And oh it's... god, why is it named sweetbreads? Because it doesn't have any bread and it's no. not sweet. No, no the it's... guy thought it was a like a croissant. <laughs> yes, yeah. If you don't know, uh, it's usually made from the the pancreas of <laughs> yes. the calf or the lamb, yeah. and it's the very fibrous. And here's a word that I don't like, but it's very fibrous. It's the, 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 the tissue is okay. I'm going to stop because that just did Dawn's grossing out and I'm That's actually okay. grossed out. I'm but, fine. but, okay. uh, but yeah, it is. There's no, there's no other replacement word. It's fibrous and disgusting, but <laughs> that's all, that's all that it is. And I remember uh, the first time I ever heard sweetbread was when I went to see Hannibal, the sequel <laughs> to Silence of the Lambs. Oh, you hadn't heard it that before? No, I'd never heard of sweetbreads. Ah. And that was, Lex, I don't know if you and, if we were together, hold on a minute. Let me see Hannibal, the movie. Oh, with, right. With that came out. Yeah, because that's when I was reviewing <laughs> movies at, at Channel 9, but I don't yeah. think we had our show yet, Lex. Uh, I'm sure. Nope, we did not. Uh, it was 2001, so that makes sense. That, okay. yeah, I was, I was just reviewing movies back then. Um, I'm sitting there. And and I probably have told you the story. Lex knows every story, but um, it was an afternoon screening, and I was so excited for this because I'm a big. Um, I don't read a lot, unfortunately, um, but I did. I love the Thomas Harris books. Like I, I really, I love Silence of the Lambs. I love Manhunter, and I and I read Hannibal, and I was, and I love the movies too. Silence of the Lambs remains one of my favorite movies. Anyway. So it's very excited for the screening. And I left work early. I snuck out. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go for lunch. <laughs> Two hours later. <laughs> but I, uh, I went down. To, it was at the General Cinema that no longer exists in Edina called Centennial Lakes. Lex, do you remember that theater? I do. Yeah. yeah. It was a great theater. It was a great General Cinema. Anyway, so I'm sitting there. And it's just me. And they, they uh, 
they let the the the, the uh, maintenance guy, who also obviously liked the movie, they let him stay. I'm scared of um, this maintenance guy. No, 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 no. He Still. was very nice, but oh, he okay. obviously the PR <laughs> folks found out from probably the manager that this um, maintenance fella was a big Hannibal fan. Yeah, so it was very sweet. In some strange scenario. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Because you're well, the only one in there with him. Yeah, well, it's me. And let's just, for the sake of the story, because I don't want to keep calling him maintenance fella, we'll just call him Henry. So Henry's there, and um, he smiles at me. We're about three seats away, which I the Murphy's Law or the, the Murphy's Law thing, where I'm like, okay, Henry, <laughs> there's, oh, well. two, there's 200 <laughs> seats in this theater, and it's just the two of us, and you're sitting three away from me? Like, really? But anyway... So we're sitting there, and uh, my friend Katie, our friend Katie, Lex, uh, Katie Stroop is there. Katie leaves. Uh, This is in the early days of her career. She's like, I got to, she checked us in, got the movie going, and she's like, I can't watch this crap. I got to (laughs) go. So she's sitting there, and Henry has a grocery store box of goobers. And I'm not talking the movie theater size. Henry had... Like, you know, that you get in a grocery store, the full size, the, oh, the big my. one. Oh. Yeah, the and family size. You mean the chocolate-covered raisins? Chocolate-covered raisins. Oh. Yeah, wait, are goobers... Are yeah, goobers are? are... No, raisinets are chocolate-covered. Goobers are in a blue box. He had a blue box, so those are the chocolate-covered peanuts. Okay, So he's sitting God. there, and he's eating. I can see him because he's to my right, and he's eating that whole box. <laughs> and I didn't really... I didn't really think about it much, but we Good. get to the we get to about three fourths of the way in the movie. It's almost over, and there's a scene where Ray Liotta slices the top, or I'm sorry, Hannibal yes. cuts the the top of Ray Liotta's uh, head off. Yeah, that's the ending. And starts cutting the brain, and and then fries a piece of the brain. Good and, morning, my talkers. Good morning, my talkers. Um, and the moment that the brain starts to sizzle, uh, Henry vomited. Uh, <laughs> Henry oh vo- Henry vomited the goobers like oh. all over the floor. Oh. And I look over there, Lex, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, again, 300 seats in this theater. <laughs> He chooses to sit three away from me, and he uh, upchucks goobers. There wasn't any splashback on you, was there? No, there was not. That's happened to me before. Oh, and the smell. Did you move? Horrible. Yeah, I had to. Oh, my god! I moved close to the front, and luckily, I knew that we were approaching the crescendo. Well, that was actually the crescendo of the movie. But I knew we were almost over, Um, so I went down. And I'm and it you can't escape that smell. No. I don't care where I was in that theater. Luckily, I left and oh. poor Henry. But did he apologize? Like, how did he, he apologize? He felt really bad. Oh, yeah, he man. felt really bad. But I thought to myself at the time, and now, and now it's true. I thought to myself, this will be a story for the rest of my life. <laughs> and here we are. Twenty what? twenty one years, years later, it's still a story, taking up an entire segment. God bless America. <laughs> Six twelve. 612 is the time. Weighted blanket problems with Alexis Thompson next. Spring into a new season with a beautiful new smile. 
And for the best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. Five-star. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what one review says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. Dr. Hughes and her team are wonderful. 10 out of 10. My daughter had an excellent experience getting a beautiful enhanced smile with veneers from Dr. Hughes. The entire experience was pleasant and timely from the initial consultation, regularly checking in throughout the process, and the best part, her new beautiful smile. I jumped on the Google, too, and here's what one client said. Whether you're looking for a couple of veneers, a full mouth reconstruction, or even if you have sleep apnea and want to get rid of your CPAP, Dr. Hughes is who you should go and see. She can help you achieve all of your smile goals and have you feeling more confident than ever. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. Elton John, Dua Lipa, welcome back. Love the song. Cold Heart. Oh, happy Friday. Yes. This song, I don't think, will get old. No, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. That I do. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk. It's streaming live or later on our my talk app. Uh, weighted blankets. Yes. Friend or foe. Oh, Jason, <laughs> what, Don. What is you know, this what is, is kind this? of the big thing right now. Friends talking about how amazing their weighted blanket is. So I decided to get one. And I am having the weirdest dreams ever with this blanket. And so this is kind of either a PSA Am I the weird one or you're not alone segment? Because I'm wondering if other people are having the same experience. I don't know if it's because I'm getting deeper sleep, but I wake up freaked out. My dreams are more vivid than ever. Here's the other weird thing. They don't resonate as long as some of the other ones that I've I've had before. I'll wake up and go, that was so weird. Weird. And then it's gone. Poof. I, I yeah. can't even give you an example other than knowing how I felt when I woke up. So I don't know if it's just the extra coziness of the blanket, but I, you definitely feel the weight of it, and uh-huh. it takes a while to get used to. Um, but have you tried a weighted blanket before? Dawn, have you? Yeah, I, I sleep with one every night. Um, did you, did that's you what get, I thought. I mean, you maybe have always had vivid dreams. Uh, I yes, if I have too many, about it. if I have too many clothes on, I get too hot, and then I yeah. feel really. I do have those bad dreams, or just really s- kind of scary. It's it's a thing. Like if you're too hot, yeah, that's what it is. It's the heat. It and is. Then if you can't oh. wake up from it, then you have the. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The oppressive feeling of the weighted blanket holding you down. Yes. And your body feels more paralyzed than usual, so you're having like a sleep paralysis maybe type of a thing going on. Right, because then I wake up, and maybe it's because I don't remember because I kind of panic a little bit and I have yeah. to like throw it off of me. Oh, yeah, don't use it. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I keep trying because, you know, I, I bought it. Yeah, yeah. you want to use it. else is raving about these blankets. Yeah, don't use it if it does that to you. I mean, oh. do you sleep with a lot of clothes on? Mm, yeah, I mean, I have jammies on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always wear summer pajamas. Okay. Like, like all the time. Just yeah. shorts and a little, you know. I like it cool yeah. when I sleep. So. Yeah, so th- it definitely does. And sometimes I get annoyed I sleep at naked. How, how hot I am. You might actually benefit from this then, Jace. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't also know. have two other blankets on top of me, on top of the weighted blanket. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. I'm really in a cocoon. Okay. I, I like the cocooning. Yeah. And t- much to the detriment of my husband because I sometimes tuck I tuck myself into the blankets and he can't yank you like he can't oh. get any cuz I I do can I can cocoon myself. You know the answer to that, right, Jace? What? Two beds? Two comforters. I mean, two beds would work too, but <laughs> Lucy and Desi. I like how you went straight down. <laughs> separate bedrooms. Okay, or bedroom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So that's um yeah, anybody, that's, that's what we do. Anybody having that problem? Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Are you having freaky ass dreams? Oh. Are you using a weighted blanket? Uh like Alexis. I don't notice I, I, I like a good I how do I say this? <laughs> I like a substantial comforter. I don't necessarily need a weighted blanket. I can't have a light. You know when you go to a hotel sometimes and the um and the blanket is flimsy? Yes, oh I, I hate that. It's I like hate a napkin. That. I need I don't need a weighted blanket, but I d- heft. There you go, Lex. I oh, need hefty. heft. Yes. In my comforter. I need a little bit of, uh, I need some, some substance. Yeah, a little weight, a little, yes, you feel a like little you weight. have something on you. So, yes. People who sleep with just a sheet on, how do you do it? Uh, Colin does. Okay. He, if he, he would prefer. So maybe you don't need another comforter, you just no. split, split it. I just need a little, I just need a little heft. That's all way. I need, yes. That's why I thought this would be brilliant. Let's uh, get a well, weighted blanket. Um, Phil Jones just sent something, you know, our unofficial researcher, and uh, he's backed up what Dawn has said. He's just sent us this notice uh, mm. from some website. Oh, okay. This study posted 2019, weighted blankets are known to cause you to dream more. This is because they tend to ease people into the REM sleep cycle, the deepest, most restful stage of sleep where dreams take place. And studies show that dreams are good for us. <gasps> Thank you, Phil. Oh, so maybe I've so just right, been Lex. getting the worst sleep ever. Until yeah. I got this blanket. Maybe you're actually doing the right thing now. Maybe this is actually. <laughs> I'm actually getting good quality sleep. And my dreams are freaking me out. And-
Dawn is actually <laughs> Dawn's been getting good sleep this whole time. We should have been lit. We should have been doing what Dawn's been doing the whole time. <laughs> Thank you, Phil Jones. That's interesting. I didn't. I didn't yeah. know that. What did he say? I had to go reset Kenny's connection. Yeah, no, no, no. He just sent the study, Dawn, basically backing you up. And the study says that weighted blankets are known to cause you to dream more because they tend to ease people into REM sleep. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're right. You're absolutely right, Dawn. Well, Ooh. maybe I'll try one. I yeah, should just try one just to, to see. see what you think. Because I have not been sleeping well for like the past four or five months. Oh my and, gosh, and really? I've ne- yeah, and I haven't had that. I've never been a bad sleeper. I'm a bad sleeper now. So I need, maybe I... Um, oh no, yeah, yeah try may- it. And it comes in different weights. I think I got a 15-pound one. But oh you can get like goodness. a 20-25-pound blanket. Holy crap. Yeah. That's like Mr. Big laying on me. Uh, do we have someone, <laughs> yeah. Dawn, on line three? We do. She knows we have very little time. It's okay. Christine who's going to make it brief. Hello, Christine. Hi. 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 Well, I think you just solved my problem because I have weird dreams all the time, too, and I think it's because of that. Oh, oh. Is, it, is a weighted blanket kind of newer to you as well? No, no. Okay. Um, I've had it for a long time, but but I have I never connected the two, and I have full-on production with plot points and characters, and it's just awful. <laughs> she has production value in her dreams. Oh, she has a lighting oh, yeah. designer. It's she has terrible. costumes. I, I tell you, yeah, that's what's happened to me. It's very weird. I'm like, what is happening? I'm Thank glad you. you brought it up because now I know what my problem is. I also uh, have a pro tip real quick as well. Okay. Oh, what's that? The pro tip is when you go to the dentist, get that big heavy x-ray blankety thing that they put on you for x-ray i make them put it on me and keep it on for the whole appointment because it calms me down i love it we'll be right back outside of talking to you two for three hours monday through friday my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist yeah i know i'm good jason but i don't have a psychology degree hey don you know where you can get one saint mary's university of minnesota you can earn your bachelor of science in applied psychology And it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N.edu or use my talk keyword St. Mary's. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. You've got your sunrise. You caught a prize. You, you're mating your Johnson. Party nights, summer whites. You, your friends and your Johnson. Rooster tails, water trails. You, your kids, and your Johnson. Saturday nights, distant lights. You, your girl, and your Johnson. You and your Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Welcome back. Now, usually I uh, only play that in the summer or at the when it's actually spring, but I'm just going to will spring to happen by playing by playing the boat commercial. And I love the melody of that. 
Me too. Jingle. It's mm-hmm. pretty catchy. I feel like I could just rewrite some lyrics for it and turn it into something. I think, Do you think you could. the Johnson people would sue me. If no, I, put I don't it on even think they care anymore. Okay. No. I don't think they care anymore. No, especially if you just change the the theme. Yeah. yeah. New yep. lyrics. Yeah. Same melody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, I'll be in court um, and they'll replay this part right here. Yep, they will. I stole the melody. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning, uh, streaming live or later on our My Talk app. If you haven't gotten it yet, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for, but go ahead and get that um, and enjoy it. It's free. It's free. Yeah. Hey, uh, this was surprising. This hit late yesterday. Didn't really expect it. And uh, it was everywhere in the trades, uh, in the entertainment sites. And that is uh, James Corden had a big announcement. And, uh, well, here it is. Before we go to break, I've, I have some news of my own to share with you. Um, seven and a half years ago, I started hosting this show. And there's no other way to put it. It has changed my life. I love it. I love all the people that work here. I am so proud of what we've achieved. It's been beyond my wildest, wildest dreams. So I'm, I'm happy to announce today that I've signed a new contract to carry on hosting the Late Late Show. Well, wait, hang on. Uh-oh. Wait, because that's... I appreciate it. <laughs> that's really only half a story on this one. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the other half is, the sadder news is I've decided... Um, I've decided to sign for one more year on the show and that this will be, this will be my last year hosting the Late Late Show. Don't you dare. <laughs> this will be my last year hosting the show. Um, you know, when, when, I, when, I, when I started this, when I started this journey, it was always going to be just that. It was going to be a journey, an adventure. I, I never saw it as my final destination, you know, and I... I never want this show to overstay its welcome in any way. I always want to love making it. And uh, I really think in a year from now, that'll be a good time to, to move on and, and see what else might be out there. James Corden last night. Um, Lex, were you surprised? Yeah, I was. But his reasoning and just being open to new opportunities, I really admire him for mm-hmm. doing that. And yeah. just being ready for something different, and there's enough time to say goodbye and have your favorite guests and do some more ca- uh, carpool karaoke's and doing all the things that he wants to do, um, and then see what's next. Yeah, peace out, Dawn. How about you? Were you surprised by it? Um, no, because James Corden was a really big deal in England way mm-hmm. before this. Like, if you know, you just didn't know him. A lot of American, the American audience didn't know his career. He's a great writer. Um, he starred and wrote many series, you know, back in the day. He looks like a baby, but he's actually a little bit older than you might think. Yeah. Um, uh, Gavin and Stacy is a great, if you ever get a chance to see that, it's such a great, like, sitcom that I think has three seasons. That's where I first saw him. And, um, I think that he probably wants to be he's had a lot of controversy around him. It's like the whole like you're mean after the Ellen thing. And I think that I, that has turned him off from this. I think mm, he wants to get out of it I, because he's like, I don't want to be destroyed for just, you know, 
Yeah. I don't necessarily believe that those things are true. And I think that we have never been in the place where we're like in a Oprah like position or a late night host position. A lot of pressure comes from that. And you're not always going to be in the best mood. And people might have taken that and then they just want everybody to be bad. So I think he's like, screw this. I had my yeah. fun. You know, I have other skills. And Let talents. me go back to England <laughs> and just yeah. like, you know, be happy. Yeah, maybe for a long time it was easy to kind of just skate on that and just, be, you know, get comfortable uh-huh. in the position and just kind of ride it. Sure. But, yeah, with recent, yeah, because he kind of has like an Ellen reputation, doesn't yeah. he? Well, that's what, you know, who well, knows? I'm not saying that that's, in fact, true, it's but not even like things have come out. Yes. Right, things have come out, and I don't necessarily, like, it's definitely not to the degree of Ellen, but, yeah, you know. I don't know. He probably is just like, you know, these Americans, they just want to poop on everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you can't be contrary in any way. He just wants to go back and maybe have a nice life and do some do great a movie, things do overseas. A, yeah. yeah, Play someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. I immediately drew a comparison to Ellen, which is ironic because from what I understand, Ellen taped her last show yesterday. I think uh, wow. I saw that on her Instagram. She she taped it yesterday. Um, I think it is absolutely the ding, ding, ding of uh, taking some hits lately, which I, as I'm listening to him talk about his show, what popped in my mind is what pops in my mind every time we have a James Corden story where there's hate coming toward him. I'm going to say it again. I just do not understand it. I yeah. still don't understand it. I, you know, I know we took some dings from my community, from the, from folks, some, mm. from some folks in the LGBTQ community because he was playing a gay a character and they thought that he was playing it too stereotypical. I have an unpopular opinion on that. I, I, I have a very different opinion on that. And Lex, I think in both you and Don, I think you shared half of mine. And that is, I don't like the limiting. Look. I'm for more opportunities, yes. absolutely, and more visibility and more chances. I, you know, for uh, trans actors, for gay actors. However, mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever a good idea to say you can play this part and you can't without without yeah, exception. Based on sexuality. Yes, I wouldn't want. We don't want that done to us. You know what I mean? We don't want to be told we can't play something, so I don't want it done in reverse. Right, right. Like, you can't play a straight character. Yeah, I I wouldn't want that done to me, and I think that's limiting. Hey, I have no problem admitting, yes, I have no problem admitting that sometimes maybe the straight actor is the best person for that role, even if it's a gay character. You're playing another person. (laughs) And also by saying that James Corden played that one character, I think, in prom, that he played it... um, feminine or he went for the stereotypical uh, fabulous i'm sorry you're by saying that you're saying that there's something negative right. about about that about that version of our folks there the rainbow's the rainbow for a reason there are all different types of gay people there are flamboyant i don't even know if you can say flamboyant anymore but there are um fabulous there there's there's feminine gays there are what we call butch gays there that's fabulous. That's nothing to be, that's and nothing to groan about. It was a yes. comedy, guys. Anyway, my point being on all this is this wasn't meant to be a defense of James Corden. I think it's a little bit of he's 
rolling his eyes at the dings he's been taking lately. And yeah. it's like, why do I need this? Yeah, why do he, I need he doesn't. this? He has so many talents. Thank you, Lex. And number two, you know what? He said this to Stern. He did an interview with Stern like three or four years ago, hinting that this wasn't, he wasn't going to stay here forever. Mm-hmm. He, he, this was not going to be a 20, this wasn't going to be a Johnny Carson type thing or a Letterman or Leno where he's sitting there until he, you know, turns gray. Right. Um, he has three kids too, I'm sure. Right. At some point, Flex. They're young. You want to have dinner together and you, you yes. know, maybe and, just take a play once in a while and, uh, you know, that will be done and then you can move on to the next project. I think he'll yeah. be doing a whole bunch of other things and taking this opportunity and this platform to do many other things. Yep. It's going to free up his schedule a lot. Yeah. The, those shows on a network level are exhausting. Right. The, oh, they I can't, are. You can't even imagine. You have. They, they are exhausting. I mean, you get done with one show and you are pre-taping. Kimmel talks about this all the time when he is on Howard. You get done with that show. Great. Oh, okay. You've, you're done with the taping of that show. Well, you still have seven hours of taping of oh for gosh. remote pieces for future shows. So, yeah. Wow. Do we have, I know, is this too soon to maybe talk about who might be next in the seat? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think that. I, I think didn't... it's too soon. Yeah. I'm just wondering if there's someone oh, already man. in the docket or, um, gosh, who hosts the shows around him? I don't know. I would love to see. I would love to see a woman up in theirs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But again, mm-hmm. I want it to be the right person, yes, not just because she's a woman. No, I want a, I want a, yeah. I want a, I want a person. I want a fabulous woman because the woman was perfect, you know. Or like James Corden was discovered by Mervy Pervy Les Moonves. Les Moonves <laughs> went to oh yeah, <laughs> Merv Perv went to a show. Uh-huh. And saw James, thought he was spectacular, went backstage and said, hey, I know this is unconventional. You're an actor, but I think you'd be great. Again, he's Mervy Pervy, but yeah, less new television. Talent. I'm just yeah. going to say I'm just going to say that. Anyway. Huh. Okay. 642. I'm exhausted from that conversation. <laughs> it's like Forget you it. taped a late night show. Seriously. <laughs> When we uh, when we come back, everybody, uh, a little Prince news from uh, Alexis. A very interesting story when we come back. Camilla Cabello, a little bit of Ed Sheeran sprinkled in there, bringing us back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Grey Poupon. Pardon me, would you have any Grey Poupon? But of course, Grey Poupon, one of life's finer pleasures. Is it really, though? I mean... I love it. I have some in my fridge now. I know you do. All kinds of mustards. Yum. I've grown... I've grown to not hate mustard. I used to hate it as a child. I actually enjoy it now on a Kern dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tangy. Just plain yellow. Plain yellow, my love. Yeah, on a corn dog. I don't need... Look, I've had Grey Poupon. Let's just write. It's Phoebulous. Great on a sandwich. It is. But I got to tell you... Uh, I don't need anything fancy. Give me that yellow, that that nuclear yellow mustard. I'm good with that. I'm good with it. Anyway, uh, what's this? Uh, what's this Prince story, Lex? Oh, okay. So there's a new book coming out about Amy Winehouse. It's called okay. My Amy: The Life We Shared. An old friend of hers wrote it, and just has some really fun stories in there. One of the stories that he tells is about Prince. And that Prince tried to rescue Amy Winehouse from her then husband after what? he stole money from him. 
So Prince, back in 2007, had a residency in London. On the 21st date, which was also the end of the residency, he promised that he'd get Amy Winehouse up on stage and that they'd perform together. Well, it happened. They sang Love is a Losing Game, one of her songs. And... Her then husband was there, who now later has admitted, you know, that he introduced her to heroin and crack. And he, Prince just knew things were up with him because not he only he wasn't a great guy, <laughs> he wasn't a great guy. <laughs> I guess when he entered <laughs> the room, the atmosphere changed. He was paranoid. This is the the husband, itchy. He would go into Prince's toilet to do drugs. Mm. He said that everything just kind of got edgy. And I guess Prince just had like cash hanging out. In his dressing room, and he had some in his bathroom, and Blake, the husband, stole it. Hmm. And he also stole some of Prince's hairbrushes. Uh, I'm sorry, his hairbrushes? Yes. So when Prince found out, they actually accused the friend who wrote this book about Amy Winehouse, and then later Amy said, no, it was my husband. I'm really sorry. I'll pay you back. Prince said, look, it's not about the money. I don't care about the money. And he was just really, really concerned about her. And later, he offered to basically, you know, when um, (laughs) I'm thinking of Tom Cruise and um, oh, the in the middle of the night, her her. Um, oh God, Katie Holmes, Katie Holmes, her family got like a burner phone for oh, her. And yes, like yes. in the middle of the night, she was like gone. Okay, you need to leave now out the window. Yes. Yeah. So I kind of, that Prince was like maybe scheming to, to do something like this because he said basically, you know what? I will do anything. I will pay for a ticket to get her away from him. He is bad news. How can I help? Of course, the marriage ended, um, but... Can you imagine if that had happened? Uh, how things no. might be so different? Oh, I still. Yeah. Maybe if for only. both of them. For, for both I of was them. just going to. Yes. Yeah. The story could have been a little gone. different. Yeah, because if he was rescuing her from a situation where she was on drugs, he might have been able to reflect on his own life. Maybe they yep. would have talked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, but this book looks interesting. I guess there's a lot of different stories about uh, Amy and this guy traveled with her. He was a videographer. So, um, yeah, that's oh. coming out. Just FYI. One of the stories in there. Got a print story. And I'm sure there's going to be so many more. I'm sure there are interactions. And, you know, I mentioned yes. um, I mentioned Ed Sheeran, you know, talking about how Elton John calls him all the time and, and mentors him. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Prince did that quietly to so many people, for oh, so many yes. people. And I would love to hear those stories. Oh, just, you know, oh, Prince, help me here. And didn't make a big deal about yeah, it. Yeah, you hear and, about it every so often. You're yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Or just send a note and didn't oh. do it for the publicity. No, exactly. Just, just really did it genuinely wanting to help other yep. artists. Yeah, or saw a spark in them and said, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out." Da 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 da. Because can you imagine if you're a new, if you're a new artist and your reps get a call, and it's Prince, oh and, they, and Prince wants to talk, <laughs> Prince and he wants heard to your talk song to you, and yeah, wants to oh! do it. Oh! I would just collapse. <laughs> I would just, you know, it'd be like Ryan Phillippe calling uh, yeah, me. Yeah, I was gonna say, which artist right now would oh. be equivalent to call, and you just freak out. Well. I got to say, it kind of happened. 
equivalent for me wouldn't be a musical person. It would be someone oh, right. in our medium. Oh my it gosh. did kind of happen. It did happen. It was Howard Stern. Howard, that's it right. It was Howard. That, you know, oh, that was that, that, was was that so moment. Awesome. That was that moment. Other than Carson coming back from the dead and, and calling me. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be fantastic. That's why he does biscuits now and has a, a bar. He's like, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm done with this. No, oh, but no, that just, that, that was it. That was, yeah. So it's a, it's a fun feeling. How about for you, Lex? Yeah. Like what, what, what artist or person that would call and say, hey, Oh, well, I think my perennial is Miss mm-hmm. Connie Chung. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> I just want to thank her um, for being out there. And uh, I saw her ho- hosting the evening news. And I thought as a kid, I can do that, too. She looks like me. I could do that. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that's she would probably <sighs> it's possible. I should just write. Her. It's um, you should. Yeah, we could absolutely I mean, just, just get Connie her. in here. Yes. Yeah. Or, you know, just to write. Yeah. Just um. Anyway, yeah, I, I, someone like that for sure. Uh, meeting Katie Kirk was pretty fun. <sighs> that was pretty cool, and uh, getting the sound bites to play for the oh, show. And, so good. Oh, that was such a fun day. Dawn, for you. <sighs> I'm a Libra, and I can't make a decision this quickly. I'm sorry. No, but can it's you Libra many... try? Wait. Give me one person. Give me one person that it, that if they called right now, like on our hotline, to say, Don McLean. I've been listening, and you're just oh. really good. Oh, well, it would probably be like a ghost hunter person on TV, like Zach Bagans. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, you know, I watched your YouTube channel, and I really would like to add you to our show, Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Like, great, uh, great answer. Bye. Let's hunt. <laughs> Yeah. Like, bye guys, sorry. Uh, and we would, I would oh, applaud you. We would <laughs> be like, run, Sea Biscuit, run. Yes, that's a good. See, Libra, you did it. Good did answer. It. But then there's other categories like theater and radio, and I um, know. Oh my just, gosh, just, yes. Oh my, Martha Stewart. Margaret. Oh, Margaret Ham- oh, she Speaking me. of or dead people coming back, I mentioned Carson. <laughs> Margaret Hamilton for you, Don, calling uh, the oh Wicked Witch, God. calling you. Oh. Yes. I'd be like, take me to wherever you are right now, whatever dimension you're in. <laughs> I like. I want to go to that. I do too, Lex. Melting, melting. What a world, what a world. My beautiful wickedness. That's right. Beautiful wickedness is the plaque B. Arthur has on her office door. Huh? We're gonna take a. We're gonna take a break. The seven o'clock hour starts with an unusual cereal. Next. <laughs>